your Locked On Avalanche, your daily podcast on the Colorado Avalanche. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Avalanche fans, welcome to the Locked On Avalanche podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, Chris Maselli, with another episode of the podcast dedicated to your Colorado Avalanche. And today's episode is brought to you by Locker Room and the Locker Room app. Uh, Download the app and join me on Thursday, right around 930 to get in on the action and discussion Locker room changing the way we talk about sports. And if you've joined those locker room shows, they are <clears throat> quite entertaining. So uh, it is also available now for Android uh, in beta. And I don't believe the chat function is available in it yet, but you can still join. You can still listen and join the call uh, and join me and the other people that join the, the call live if you wanted to on Android. I'm sure the chat will come soon, uh, but definitely download that. So that will be Thursday. Uh, for today, we will be discussing, it seemed like there was a lot of injury news coming out of the Avalanche camp today. Some good and some bad. So we will be dis- discussing all of that. Uh, the Avalanche signed another prospect to their entry-level contract. We'll get to that. And Ryan Clark of The Athletic had him on the show months ago. Uh, Fantastic journalist. He left the Avalanche beat to go right for Seattle and the Seattle Kraken and has been doing a mock draft for them over the course of several months. And version 6.0 just came out. And he's been pretty consistent with who he has the avalanche taking, but he makes a very good point in uh, the little blurb that he puts out. So we'll talk about that, too. Uh, Lots to get to. But before we do that, follow the show on Twitter, L-O-P-N underscore avalanche on Instagram. Search for Lockdown Avalanche and send questions, comments, concerns or opinions to LockdownAvalanche at gmail.com. So first... Yeah, a lot of injury stuff coming out with the Avalanche. And there there was a time not that long ago when we didn't really have much going on in the world of injuries, which was the first time in a while for the Avs uh, that it was going that way. And look what happened. They went on a great long uh, winning streak or point streak, I should say. And now it's kind of trending back in the direction of injuries and COVID problems. But now, yesterday, we heard some guys are on their way back, while others not only are not close to returning, but might still be further away than we anticipated. So we'll start with them. I guess bad news first. Uh, We thought that Bowen Byram would be back relatively soon. Uh, he was on the COVID protocol list. He came off of the COVID protocol list. I think a lot of us, and he was one of the first ones to go on it recently. So I think a lot of us thought he would be one of the first ones back. And it seemed to be trending in that direction for him. But for whatever reason, he had a setback in his recovery. I I don't know if, what that means in terms of he had a setback in his COVID recovery, or if he had an actual 
injury that he's nursing. That's what I think it's going towards. And he is now week to week. It's not, he is, you know, he'll be back after this road trip or he'll be back in a week. It's week to week. So we don't know when we'll be getting Bowen Byron back. And in addition to that, Logan O'Connor, his injury is thought to be worse than expected. And he is even beyond week to week. And he is, who knows? He's long term. So I think for these two guys, I think it's Byram. We can expect him back at some point. Maybe not for the regular season, but for the, the postseason. And for Logan O'Connor, just when when that phrasing is used uh, and being around the avalanche and knowing when they use that phrase long term, even you know when it's talked about for this season, I think we should probably assume Logan O'Connor's done for the year. And then if anything happens where he comes back, then it's a bonus. But it just seemed like we're not going to have Logan O'Connor. So those are the two negatives. And then we also got word on uh, Grubauer, Rantanen, and Donskoy. All three of those guys could be back Friday. Now, that's... Kind of not what we wanted to hear. We are kind of hoping they would be back for the Wednesday game against Vegas, but that's not going to happen. So <clears throat> I guess in a way it's good to get that out of the way on Tuesday. So, you know, the Avs players don't wake up and, uh, you know, maybe think to themselves, well, maybe there's a chance they play Wednesday night. Uh, no, it's out there. They know that they're not going to have those guys going up against Vegas for the one game. And they can plan accordingly. It's not giving them false hope that kind of, you know, key pieces of their team uh, is going to be back. They will be back probably Friday, but they're not going to be back for Wednesday. So move on from it. And then you play the best game you can. So, yeah, it, it's the the hockey gods uh, giveth and they taketh away. So, but the one thing this just kind of uh, really hammers home is this is not going to be an easy road for the Avalanche to win this thing. Can they do it? They definitely can. But we had a a little bit of a stretch, and we felt what it was like to not have any injuries. And look what they did. They performed the... They were the best team in the league during that stretch, that 15-16 game point streak. Um, And now the injury bug and the COVID bug has hit them Again, so now it's back into that realm of next man up, testing our depth, testing our backup goalies, and can they do it? Sure they can, but the road is a lot more difficult now. Um, you Even though you know you're getting guys like Grubauer, Rantanen, Donskoy back, huge pieces of the puzzle. Um, and, you know, pieces of the puzzle like O'Connor and Byram, maybe not right now up to the level of guys like Grubauer, Ranton, and Donskoy, but still big pieces. And the guys that are replacing them right now kind of, you know, are those the guys you want to rely on to get you through a Stanley Cup playoff and a Stanley Cup championship? I know the guys that are replacing them are not, 
you know, the, the guys that you are putting up on the top lines or anything like that, but it does test your depth. It really, really does. So the avalanche are, are it was not going to be smooth sailing, even if they were hundred percent healthy, because winning a Stanley cup is very difficult to do, but you would have just felt better going into every single game. If the avalanche are hundred percent healthy, clearly than having a lot of taxi squad players uh, kind of take the position of guys that can't play. Yes, they can still do it, but now it's going to be a battle. And in a way, that's good. That's kind of what you want. You want to be battle tested and you want to be able to say like we even we had issues, we had injuries and we still came out on top. So they're not going to quit. They're not going to stop. They're going to continue fighting. And that's what they were built for. And, um, you know, if guys are able to come back, then welcome back to the, the playoffs and let, let's go get it. But it's the avalanche of, I say they've made it difficult for themselves. Like it's not their fault. You can't really help injuries. Um, and this is an odd season with COVID and it, it's hit them. Like it's hit a lot of other teams. So they don't have any excuses here because this is going on, uh, across the league, hitting several teams, avalanche included. So, uh, at least, you know, one more game without, you know, Grubauer, Rantanen, and Donskoy. Hopefully, all signs are pointing them coming back on Friday. So, let's see what we can do against Vegas. Uh, I, 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 they can definitely win that game. You know, no excuses here. They definitely can win that game. Uh, but again, it's going to be that much more of a challenge not having your major pieces. All right, so let's hear from a couple of sponsors of the day, and then we will get into the Ryan Clark Seattle Kraken mock draft version 6.0 and who he has the Avalanche selecting, and he's been pretty consistent with that. Uh, but first, we're going to hear from Locker Room. This episode is brought to you by the Locker Room app. Locker Room is the first social audio platform made for sports fans. The app is free to download, and once you're in, you can talk with me, other fans, sometimes athletes, and insiders in real time about your favorite team or sport. I will be hosting a room on uh, the Locker Room app for Locked On, and that will be on Thursday, like I said, around 9.30 p.m. Eastern, 7.30 Mountain. So, yes, you can join me and other Avalanche fans in on the conversation uh, from the podcast that you listen to. Every day, hopefully. Locker Room is the perfect place to start or join conversations about the league. You'll find fans just like you on Locker Room for watch parties, debates, post-game breakdowns, and, of course, reacting to any big news or rumors. Uh, you'll have a chance to chat with me and might even have a chance to be featured on the Locked On Avalanche podcast through our Locker Room conversation. So go download the free Locker Room app now. It is currently on iOS, and like I said in the beginning, it is available in beta on Android. So it's available for everything right now. You just can't, as far as I know, use the chat feature on Android. Uh, but be sure to create a profile, link to your Twitter account, and join any league or team, NFL, Major League Baseball, NHL, obviously, uh, any group for the latest league updates. So you can follow me at Locked On Avalanche, and you'll get notified when my room goes live. I know you don't want to miss these, and they talk to anybody that's done it with me. Uh, they, it, It's very exciting sports avalanche chat. 
So uh, we will see you guys on Thursday. Like I said, 9.30 Eastern, 7.30 Mountain. Download the Locker Room app. It is a blast. Uh, also brought to you by Built Bar. It is the best tasting protein bar on the market. They have 18 amazing flavors, nut flavors, and non-nut flavors. Caramel brownie cookies and cream, lemon almond cheesecake, apple almond crisp, and banana bread. Talk about them over and over and over again. I do think the brownie, the coconut brownie chunk has sold out. So hopefully you got in on that because that is absolutely the best flavor. Uh, bars are covered in 100% chocolate, soft and easy to chew. They are great for the health conscious guy or girl. Lose or maintain weight while indulging in a delicious treat. Bars are low calorie, low sugar, high protein, high fiber. Great for the keto diet. Most bars contain 19 grams of protein, 180 calories or less, 5 grams of sugar, 5 grams of net carbs. Go to BuiltBar.com right now. Use the promo code LOCKED15 and you will get 15% off of your next order. Once again, that promo code is LOCKED15 for 15% off at BuiltBar.com. So Ryan Clark over at The Athletic, fantastic journalist over there. And you guys heard him talk to me about, uh, you've heard me talk about The Athletic uh, many times. They're not a sponsor or anything. They just do really good work over there. Um, and they usually have sales for their monthly subscription amount because uh, they do some really in-depth reporting on every sport. Obviously, we follow the hockey stuff over here. Um, and he, Ryan was the beat writer for the avalanche and, you know, he kind of has ties to the Seattle area and he is going back there to, to write for the Kraken among other things. So he has come out with a mock draft for them. This is version 6.0. So this is not like the first one he's done. I haven't gone back to check every single previous version, the past five, uh, but I'm I almost can guarantee everyone he has the, the Seattle Kraken taking the same guy uh, from the Avalanche, and that guy he has them taking is Tyson Jost. And uh, I put it up on Twitter when this came out in the morning on Tuesday. How the mindset of the Avalanche fan has really changed about that. Uh, when he first put his version 1.0 out and Tyson Jones was on there, I think a lot of people were like, okay, fine. As this season has gone on, I still think there's people that are saying like, you know, I think that the dynamic has changed of, well, now it would suck to lose him, but okay. I don't want to make it seem like Tyson Jost is on his way to superstardom or anything like that, but he is easily having his best season and he's getting now he's at the age where people usually start to improve. And I've said it before, when you have a guy like Nathan McKinnon on the team who the trajectory just went through the roof, you know, guys like Tyson Jost are expected to do the same thing. That's just not feasible. So he has progressed at a normal rate of a hockey player, of a prospect. Um, not everybody is going to do what Nathan McKinnon does. So this year has been his best year, and I think there's a lot of people, and I talked about it last week, how now he could be a protected player. And what Ryan talks about here in, in the little blurb that he has for the Avalanche is a very good point. 
he says that uh, two of the top players for the Avalanche, Gabriel Landeskog and Philip Grubauer, they're unrestricted free agents going into the summer. So technically, the Avalanche don't need to protect them because the Kraken could very well take them, but then they have to sign them. So the Kraken might not go after guys who are unrestricted free agents. So would they stay away from Landeskog, who clearly wants to stay in uh, Colorado? Grubauer, you would have to think would want to stay in Colorado, but you don't really know what's... You kind of know more what's on Landeskog's mind than Grubauer's mind. Uh, So that is a very intriguing option for the avalanche uh because i don't think seattle really touches landeskog number one because uh he's going to command a lot of money and seattle really has to be get smart with their salary cap issues they can't just take all of these high priced guys and just throw money at them it's just not going to work they have to be creative on taking some high profile guys and then you know some role players um they're starting from scratch and a guy like Landeskog who they know really doesn't want to go anywhere. Would they even bother doing it? They might not. So the avalanche that would free up another space. The Eric Johnson thing is uh, another issue that they, I mean, that's the big one. That is the big one. And, and, And we, you know, there's another one that we said, I don't think Seattle is not going to touch Eric Johnson, especially coming off of, uh, a, a injury season. He's 33, making $6 million a year. I don't think the Avalanche have a problem telling him to, you know, waive that no movement clause. I don't think it's going to be a problem. Um, Brandon Saad is another one who is an unrestricted free agent. So do they not protect him? And because, I mean, what Brandon Saad said the beginning of the season when they traded for him was I would love to be here long-term. Okay. Well then maybe we don't protect you. And if Seattle takes you, then you put your money where your mouth is. So he boils it down to Andre Burkowski, Jonas Donskoy, JT Comfer, Valnachuskin and Jost. Uh, And he makes a good point about Burkowski. Burkowski would be, uh, the the ideal pick there, but again, you have to take in salary cap. He's making basically five million dollars a year. Do they want to spend that much on him? Uh, I don't think the Avalanche are going to let Burakovsky be available. I don't see that one happening. He mentions Nachuskin. Nachuskin is basically half the price of Burakovsky. That could be a possibility. Um, I keep forgetting like Nutriskin is relatively young. You know, he's 26 years old for hockey. I say relatively young, but um, I, I don't know why. I just always feel like he's older than that. Um, but that is the same age as Burakovsky. So Nutriskin could happen. Uh, but the reason why he continues to pick Jost is because he's having a pretty good season and the cap number. He's less than a million dollars. So, I brought these two guys up last week saying, you know, look at their their numbers. They're not that far off. Nachuskin is higher uh, point-wise than Jost. 
but not by a ton. And you would be looking at Nachuskin, who's 2.5 million, and Jost, who's less than one. I don't think that really would be a question in my mind. You get a guy that gets almost the same production as Nachuskin, and you're saving $2 million, almost $2 million. Uh, but again, I just don't think Joe. I think Jost has played his way into a a protected slot. And man, that that Gabe Landeskog thing is really, really interesting. I don't know about Grubauer. I I, I think Grubauer would, would want to hang around, but I don't think like he's not tied to the Avalanche like someone like Gabe Landeskog is. So, um, very, very, very interesting. And you know, maybe even. Donskoy, but again, I think Donskoy is going to be protected. And when you have those guys, when you have those that are unrestricted free agents that you're pretty comfortable or you can be able to sign, you don't protect them. And then that gives you another slot to protect a guy that you really don't want to get rid of. So if the Avalanche have that many guys that they really want to hang on to, then you talk to your unrestricteds and say, we're not going to protect you. Can we get something down? You know, you can't really do it in writing, but maybe the gentleman's agreement that, you know, we want you back and we will make a, a, a solid deal for you. That can happen. And Seattle is going to be very picky about who they pick. And I don't think they're going to be taking many unrestricted free agents for fear of maybe guys don't want to play for an expansion team. But then you have... Look at what they they have the the chip of look at what Vegas did. We can do that too if you want to join us. There's a lot going on here, and it's it is some really intriguing stuff. At least to me, I love this stuff. I love the backroom stuff that's going on. But uh, we'll see how it all goes down. Fascinating, fascinating stuff, if you ask me. All right, let's hear from uh, our friends over at betonline.ag. It's the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Baseball's in full swing. Hockey is winding down the regular season. So is the NBA. So much to bet on, including the NFL Draft and the Kentucky Derby. It's back as the first leg of the Triple Crown. And uh, that begins this weekend, I believe, right? Yeah, all right. So get all the latest odds, news, and all of your info for all your sporting needs, Major League Baseball, NBA, NHL, even UFC and MMA, before the next pitch, head over to Bet Online on your laptop or mobile device and check out all the great sporting news, sign-up bonuses, and contest information. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore, as this is your chance to get in on the game as team prep as teams prep for their playoff runs. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and you will receive a 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit when you use the promo code LOCKEDON. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. Two more quick little pieces of information to get to before we call it a day. One, the Avalanche sign their 2020 draft pick, their first round draft pick in Justin Barron. To an entry-level contract. A uh, little bit surprising, maybe? I don't know. It, it's They expect a lot from him. So I feel like this says more about the Avalanche 
kind of having like the future is now mentality. They want to get all of these guys playing together, getting used to each other at the AHL level um, as much as possible. Jared Bednar did say uh, Ranta, Sample Ranta and Alex Newhook could be possibilities before this season is over. Now, the problem there is apparently, you know, the uh, Colorado Eagles fly commercial. So they're flying with, you know, average Joes like you and I. So um, because of that, if they were to join the avalanche, they'd have to wait a week. So they're they're right there. You're, you're, you're burning a week if you want to call them up. So it could still happen. Uh, but I think this is more of a move of the Avalanche wanting to get a lot of their prospects familiar with each other because they're going to be playing up in in Colorado eventually. So all of these guys, Baron, uh, Foodie, Martin Kaup was down there for a while, although he's up with the Avalanche right now, obviously. Rampa, uh, Ranta and Newhook. It's just the list goes on and on of what the Avalanche will have available to them for future years and even now. So I think they have the mindset of why wait? Let's get these guys together, familiar, comfortable. So when they come up, which is inevitable, um, there's not maybe as much as a learning curve of uh, kind of getting in with the team and with the roster. So I think it's a, a smart move. Um excited it's it's just when you look at the prospects you're just like god like Sackick knows what he's doing um and the other interesting bit of info uh was patrick wah hiring a agent which i guess typically means he's looking to get back in to the nhl somehow in a coaching capacity or i even heard in you know some executive position the main reason he left the avalanche is because he didn't have a lot of say in the moves that were made. So, you know, if you were to just leave your job the way that Patrick Wah left his job, that would get around and you and I might not get hired again, but this is sports and there is a franchise out there that is willing to give Patrick Wah the great Patrick Waugh, more of a say in hockey opera, hockey operations, whether it's draft picks or free agents or, or all of the above. Uh, there's, there's a team that's willing to do that. So uh, I, I think this is going to point to, yeah, he'll be back in some capacity. I don't know if it will be behind the bench or in the office, but he seems to have felt like he's been away from it long enough and he wants back in so it'll be interesting to see where he goes so maybe this offseason we will get that answer i just thought it was interesting so uh that's going to be it for today everybody thank you for tuning in today each and every day whenever you do it's always appreciated uh follow the show on any of your social media platforms like i said twitter instagram uh if they had myspace i would still do myspace but they don't so, um, yeah, that'll be it. Leave uh, feedback on Apple, on the Apple Podcast app. That always helps. And we'll see everybody tomorrow, hopefully, with an avalanche victory over Vegas.
Stay safe, everybody. See you tomorrow. Here's Jovi. Go, Abs, go!